Welcome to the Sales, Business, and Leadership Lab podcast, where we explore a variety of topics with incredible guests, all aimed at helping professionals to achieve maximum success. Let's go. We're live. We're live. We're live. Awesome. Well, George, great to have you. Apart from being a really cool dude, uh, you're also a friend of mine, right? Absolutely. We've worked together in different places. Yeah. yeah, High five there. High five. (laughs) Sweet. Uh Um, But also uh, in business, I've actually called you a lot of times to get your advice on things. Yes, you have. Because you've got a lot of really great knowledge. That's why I wanted you to share some of this with sales business professionals, not just real estate guys. We're talking... All the industries, business owners, small businesses, you know, if you own a coffee shop, if you own, you know, a real estate company, if you own a car salesman, if you're running a business on Instagram, do these things we're going to talk about, do they apply? I think they apply to everyone today and uh, especially in 2023. There's uh, so much change that's taking place. It's exciting, actually. Yeah. And I think social media, web these things are taking over a lot, and that's why you're a unique guy to know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. So tell us first um, about you. What's your professional background, um, apart from being a hockey player? <laughs> <laughs> we established that already. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's your professional background? What do you focus on? What do you like to do for business? So I won't go too far back, uh, but uh, I've been in Orlando uh, for the better part of 20 years, so I'll kind of start. Kind of start there. I grew up, uh, originally grew up in New England and uh, moved down here uh, with that friend, that mutual friend that we know, kind of got me down here to uh, to come down. A so, guy named Steve Puzin. 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 Yes, Shout yeah. out to Steve. I want to have him on. So if he's hearing this, Steve, you're next, buddy. Yep. Yep. We'll get him in here. Um, so, uh, so for the better part of 20 years, I've been here in Orlando. Um, I worked in uh, K-12 uh, with school districts and K-12 technology and just kind of uh, got the bug to start developing and creative things. I mean, back, you know, 15 years ago, 16 years ago or so, there wasn't all that much technology out as far as like yeah. the internet goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were in the infancy at that time. So um, I got excited about that and uh, started researching it. I'm, I'm kind of one of these guys that, you know, uh, there's links on an email that you might get. I start going into the whole of those links, right? So I'll click in them and and I'm, uh, you know, thankfully it's been something that's worked real well. So I've been here about uh, 20 years. Uh, fast forward, I, I worked, I worked for a, a company called uh, Reach Local. Um, then I had my own digital agency. Um, I, and the reason why I, <coughs> I had my own digital agency, I just felt like I could do better yeah. than what uh, these bigger agencies were doing. So it was, it was exciting, and we kind of built it up, and uh, that was called Market Loyal, and um, we were lucky enough to. Um, uh, Get kind of get acquired more or less um, mm-hmm. from a big large media house, and they wanted a footprint in Orlando. So that was exciting. Uh, as that happened, uh, we then uh, rolled into each other. We at, met. Uh, we met at, at a, a big real estate company. Big real estate company, and uh, when I when I went into there, there was literally three people there. I mean, there was agents mm-hmm. obviously, but three people that were kind of operating the company, mm-hmm. and uh, I got asked as a favor to come in and kind of uh, build up the marketing department, which I did. And, uh, you know, that we, was exciting. You introduce a lot of great technology um, to assist salespeople. 
salespeople that are in an industry where you have a lot of inbound lead generation and what you implemented and what you tried to bring to that company was ways to personalize the message, which one we're going to talk about. How do you personalize a message? How do you freaking, you know, get your name yeah. out there in a way that's not a robot that's not automated. That doesn't seem dishonest. That doesn't seem like you're a, a fake actor person. How do you get your name across? So I, I always thought of that and I said, man, you know, George brought in some good tools to help my face get in front as a salesperson in front of clients. Yeah. I mean, depending on the size of your company, right? You have if you're a salesperson for a large org, right? There's it's gonna be a little tougher to kind of get your face out there. But if you're a small business owner, if you're working for a company and you're a, you know, you're a salesperson, you're a rep, you may be newer, you may be seasoned, right? You still have to stay in front of the customer. Um, and what technology and digital and the internet kind of provides us now versus, you know, back back in the day was that we have that ability to stay in front of people. We don't have to go knocking on doors. We don't have to literally like mm -hmm. spend all this time sending off, you know, expensive postcards yeah. and things of that nature. We can get in front of someone in seconds, right? And uh, there's a lot of tools out there that can actually really help you with that. And now you run your company, which is called <coughs> Digital Guidance. Correct. Where you assist a lot of business owners in creating marketing campaigns, creating and developing their brand, lead generation, both online and offline marketing. Um, you use technology to innovate. Yeah. And I've seen you work in this space with big solar companies, mm -hmm. with chefs. I had no idea that was a thing. Chefs. Personal that, chefs. Personal yeah. chefs. Yeah. yeah. So you run a couple of personal chefs. And, and help them get their name out there to big luxury clients. You're doing real estate companies. You're doing small businesses. Yeah. So I wanted to bring you on and kind of talk about it because a lot of people that may be wanting to start their own business, they're thinking, cool, I open up a Facebook page. I open up a freaking uh, Instagram account. I have a website. I'm good yeah. to go. Yeah. Google my business, good to go. So the first thing I want to talk about is getting started. What do most new business owners do that's wrong? Uh, they go to the places they feel most comfortable. Okay. Right. Um, uh, everything goes in sequence. Doesn't matter what it is. Right. Um, and your business should be like, should be going in sequence. Right. I mean, obviously, there's certain things you need to do. Right. Maybe you're someone that's like, you know, really great on Instagram or a big TikToker or something like that. Like at the end of the day, that's going out of sequence. Right. You need to have some kind of foundation that's mm -hmm. in, in built built in place. Um, and you need to go, there's certain things that work well off one another, right? And, okay. And if you jump to number five and you miss one through four, what's going to happen is you're going to spend extra time doing five. You may not get to number six because you're literally putting water into a strainer and it's just falling yeah. out the bottom because you have nothing really in place. Nothing really in place. Yeah. And we talk about having clear objectives and clear milestones yeah and when i first said george i'm having my company blah blah blah. i want to do this and that he goes Ronnie, hold on there's this is a 35 step process and what are you talking about 35 steps i have a facebook page i have an instagram page i have a website we're good to go no dude this is legit a 3500 and you have a whole, <laughs> you have a whole pdf for it but one thing i noticed is having an unclear identity as a business owner, how important is it for me to have already thought about my identity and my business? Right. Well, it, and again, it's those it's those sequential steps, right? Like if you, it, you know, most people will go and they're, hey, I'm going to build a Facebook page and just drive people there. Well, 
No, right? Facebook owns that, right? And Instagram owns that. And those are great supplemental things, but they're a little further down the line. You need to, you need to build your own personal kind of identity right from the get-go, right? And that could be, you know, what do you have for your logo? What do you have for your brand? What's your local listing data like, right? Like, have you even, you know, put yourself on on Google My Business or, like, you know, things All like, the things organic like things. And we'll talk about yeah. organic versus capture mm -hmm. and versus vendors and portals, right? Yeah. But you're correct. Having a identity is so important. You know, when I first started, you know, with my technology company, you came in and you said, Bonnie, I know what you do because I know you. Mm -hmm. But it isn't obvious to the consumer what you're doing. <laughs> like, what are you doing, dude? Like, like, well, you know, George, I do a little bit of that, a little bit of this. I do a little bit of that. And you said, hey, focus. Right. Focus your marketing into one criteria and the other services will be supplemental to that main thing. Mm -hmm. So I love that you told me that. It got me thinking about I had an unclear objective. How do you advise new business owners, salesmen, people, to have objectives with their business that kind of outline their mission statement and their objectives? Well, you know, so here's the thing, right? If you own a business or if you're a salesperson, you're constantly selling, right? It doesn't matter what it is. So you have to have something clear, concise, powerful, and quick, right? It's always been said that way. Um, and, and if you don't have that messaging down, Right. What's going to happen is you're going to get to a networking event. We've all been there. We've been at the, the BNIs. We've been at the, you know, the, the networking events for your industry, or you're just kind of out in a place. happy hour with happy salespeople, hour, yeah. whatever the case may be. Right. You know, it, it, at what point in time does someone tune you out? It's it's really quick. it's really quick. <laughs> Twenty <Right>? seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Fifteen. Maybe. So uh, the the way that I've always done it, and I've um uh, by the way, I'm I'm lucky enough to have one of the number one performance coaches like ever. Okay. Right. And I still use him to shout out. To, to Dr. Jeffrey McGee for uh, from McGee uh, JeffreyMcGee.com. Okay, he, he worked with you know the top five percent of brands nice. for a very long time. He actually funny in the military. He actually works with the military too as well and uh, helps uh, recruiters and all that stuff from uh, kind of do their pitch. Yeah, well kinda. they're doing great. So yeah, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're doing good. They're gonna be doing better with with yeah. Jeff more there. Yeah. But you know, you know how that goes with yeah. uh, you know governmental. I want to sign up to almost <laughs> get killed. You're good. We'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, so everything is kind of like it's about being clear, concise, powerful, and quick. And I always say that. And the reason why it is is you know you have a, a small amount of time to grab someone's attention, right? Um, I always use, and this is kind of something everyone can use, right? Um, problem solution, okay. right? So if you have like that few seconds, right? What's the problem? And then what's the solution that I identify, right? Like if you sit down and write down all the problems and what the solution is, when you're talking to someone or bouncing around the room or even on the phone with someone or on Zoom or whatever, and you start, hey, well, you know, what do you bring? You bring up the problem and the solution and they'll go, Tell me more about that. Now they're engaged, Absolutely. right? If you go and say, you know, hey, I'm George Fornes, you know, from you know, digital guidance, I provide this. It's like instantly off. Got it. Right? So that's all one thing that I've always done. I've done it pretty well. And uh, um, uh, thankfully to Jeff and giving me that guidance, and I've been to a number of his conferences. I still go back, and it's, it's like nice. I know all his stuff, and I still get it. I still get excited about it again. So. And that goes along with the messaging, too. Yeah. Messaging mm -hmm. is something that, as a technical for a technical term, I'm trying to convey something to my client. That's my messaging, mm -hmm. right? I'm trying to convey that first-time home buyers that hey, you don't have to do it alone. Maybe a car salesman trying to convey, 
hey, this car, your dream car, is actually affordable to you if you structure your payments. Yeah. Right? If you're a solar company, you're trying to convey, hey, the energy savings here, the messaging is the energy savings outweigh the cost of implementation. Yeah. Right? So every company has messaging. Have you seen new owners, new business owners, be unclear in that messaging and that product? Well, when you're a new business, you're trying to do everything for everybody, right? And and that you don't. Hold... I just need people, people, business yeah, I, clients. I, I yeah. need I need customers. I need clients. I need this. I'll take you. Yeah, sure. You know, even if it's not the right oh. client, right? You need to be able to identify exactly who your persona is. That's another thing that I talk to a lot of businesses about. You know, I'll get on a call and they, you know, all right, who's your target? Mm-mm. Who's your target audience? Everybody. No, no, it's not everybody, right? If you take the personal chefs, for instance, right, because I work with a lot of them, right, that's the question I ask them. Everybody that eats. Well, no, it's not everybody that eats, right? Like, you need to hone in whatever area you're in, what's your zip code? This is, again, for personal chefs. What's your zip code, right? Who's your target market, your persona? And then, literally, there's a lot of tools online that you can build your persona. HubSpot has one, too, as well. By the way... I'll be clear up front. We're not going to give away all the secrets. All the secrets. No, no, no. We're well, going to give a. We'll yeah. give away a lot. We'll give away a but lot. But not all. Not okay? all. Okay. There's some powerful no. AI stuff. What we're yep. doing. There's yep. some stuff with internet uh, SEO that we're doing. Some stuff in searching zip codes and yeah. back prospecting people based on site searches. We're not going to give some of that stuff. Away, but we're going to there, give away most of it. There's okay? too much. There's well, too much. Here's, here's and there's one, too much to even talk about. To be here's, here's one thing, Ronnie. Right? Like. You can give away and talk about all these different tools and technologies, but literally it's it's doing them in the right sequence yeah. that's going to get you the and, most effect. And listen, return. you explained this to me earlier. I could tell you right now what website to go to to get this, this, and that the secret. Yeah. But you don't know how to implement it. No. You know, you've been in this game of marketing for years. Have You've learned and failed so many times. I have sold so many houses working on so many transactions. I know what's going to happen before it happens. I can pick up red flags. If you're new, you're not going to know that. You're not going to see. You're it. not going to see. Well, why aren't people going to my site? Why is my traffic so low? Well, you're not doing this, this, and that. But I went to the website. <laughs> you know, I did the thing. I, I hired a. You know, so when it comes to this, man, experience matters. You can fail and win by yourself. That will cost you time and money. Yeah, sure. And many, many times, maybe even detrimental to your business. Because do you have enough money and time to waste? A lot of time is money. If, if you're on a budget and you only have $30,000 capital investment to have your business take off in six months, if you haven't done those calculations, yeah. you may end up losing before you get off the ground, mm-hmm. which is why you should hire a professional. Yeah. <laughs> and what's interesting, Ronnie, is that we're in, we're, you know, you know, no, well, thanks to the pandemic, I guess, you know, there's a lot of people that are remote, right? So, you know, they, their business is, their house, right? Um, uh, ultimately, you have to think like a business. If you were opening up a location, right, somewhere, there would be a capital investment in that, right? Mm-hmm. If you go and like, hey, I want to, you know, a thousand square feet, I want store frontage, you know, in Winter Park, it's probably more than a thousand, but like, you know, whatever the case may be, um, you would have to invest in that. You'd have to invest in signage. You'd have to invest yeah. in all these things. You need to take that same kind of thought process when you're developing even your online stuff, right? Yeah. If you go cheap, it's going to look cheap, right? If you yeah. go, I'm not saying you break the bank and, and mortgage everything, right? But at the end of the day, you got to look the part, right? You you need to look dynamic. 100%. And, I, and I used to say to people, I and mean, this is going back a long time, but you know, this is when like websites were the only 
thing driving people, right? I used to say to people, hey, you're dead. What, you're George, there's more stuff that you need besides a website? Huh? There's, yeah, there's more stuff. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, good, good. Yeah, just, yeah, good for our I listeners. Think, there's way back. We need more than just a website, guys. Um, I, I could start at the website, right? <laughs> no, actually, it's before the website. But anyways, I used to say to people, right, like, you know, the, their cousin's sister's brother's uncle, you know, did some web development back in the day, and they would create a site for them. And it, mm-hmm. and I'd definitely, I'd say to them, hey, your site's definitely not as dynamic as the organization is. And that's pretty pretty much like telling someone, like, hey, your, your baby's kind of ugly, right? Yeah. Like, you need to refresh this. That starts with the brand. That's the first thing that people see. Got it. 100%. So, you know, I think we have an analogy, which I want to cover before we go to the next topic here. The analogy that we say is building a house, right? When you are building a house, you don't paint the walls before you put the finishes in, right? You don't, you know, put the drywall up before your frame. And what are you going to hang it on, right? Mm-hmm. So walk me through the analogy. I may not have everything in here, but walk me through the analogy of building that house from a point of view of the concept that you always tell your clients. Yeah. You have to, uh, as a business owner, you have to consider yourself as kind of like the contractor of your own house, okay. right? Um, you're going to get subcontractors. There's no one contractor that comes in and builds everything himself, right? They work with subcontractors, those people in their mm-hmm. industry that specialists. are specialists, right? Yeah, and and that makes it goes that makes it go faster. If it was just one person, there'd be a lot more expense. It'd be a lot more stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, I use the analogy of of building your house because you know you're not like you said you're not going to look at certain things before certain things are done. That's that sequence. So if you're pouring the foundation on your house, don't drift off and start looking at the shingle colors, you know, for your roof, right? And your your business should go in that order, starting with that foundation, right? You put that foundation, I mean, the nor- everyone knows the process. You put the foundation down, you have the rough, then you start, you know, uh, building it out, right? Then you'll start putting the, the, you know, the walls up, then the windows. Like, you're not going to look at windows until you're at a certain point where you know where the windows are going to go, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if in most businesses, most small businesses, I'd say probably 95% of them, they'll just go to the windows. Hey, I know windows, so I'm going to focus on windows. That's right. Why focus on windows if you don't have any rough to put the windows in, right? If you don't have an area where the window's going to go, why focus on that? That's you right. Know, go back even further, right? It's and so you gotta you gotta architecturally as a contractor of your own business build all these things out and go in order and don't get scared. Don't worry about like, oh, am I missing something? Oh, I didn't I didn't get three posts out on on Instagram today, right? Like if you don't have these things done, it, you just it's like it's like it's sh- like a lot of people say, well, Ronnie, I want to start buying ads. On Facebook and Instagram, mm-hmm. great. What are those going to point to? Do you have a lead funnel? Do you have a website that has actual content? What's the client going to see when they see the ads? Yeah. Where are these going? Do you have a way to service these ads, these leads? Do you have a call center? Do you have a, a client management system? What do you have to work these leads? Oh, well, I'm going to buy the ads. Then what? You know, you haven't, like, you're going ahead of the steps. Yeah. You know, build the foundation. Then you put the, then, then you do the framing. Then you put the drywall. Mm-hmm. Then you build the roof, or whatever the case is. Yeah. And there's a step by step process. Yeah, and you're not going to put furniture in, you know, until you get to a point where it's like, you know, critical for you, right? Like, yeah. I mean, you're done with the house. You're putting furniture in there. 
you know, and, and so this, um, we built a number of years ago when, when I had my agency, we built out this digital, digital guidance, right? This, these steps of, of a sequence of things that you need to do from, you know, the very early on through, through further along. And I run into businesses sometimes, Hey, the foundation's good, but you got frames up, you got walls and windows in. You just need to make it look good. You need to, you know, get that roof on the house, you know, things like that. Now you're ready. So the way that we always have done this is by doing a digital analysis first, right? Because then I can see, I'm big on analogies, thanks, Chef McGee. Um, you know, I can see the holes in the boat. Yeah. If I don't do that, you know, I'm I, I might not be able to see that. Your first consultation as a professional is is a is a in-depth analysis to the guy's business. I, I need to see it, right? I need to see behind the curtain, right? And and you know, as business owners, we're like, oh, I don't want you to see behind the curtain, right? You know, but I need to know what kind of footprint you have online. Cause if I don't we're going to go do something. You're going to get pissed. You're going to spend money on something, and the results aren't going to happen. Why? Because these steps were not done ahead of time. And if I can at least say to you, like, hey, listen, step one and two are good, right? Three, four, and five need to be done mm -hmm. before we can get to six where you're at or mm -hmm. where you want to go. And that's a challenge for a lot of businesses. They don't, they don't, want, to, they don't want to wait. Mm -hmm. Right, we're instant gratification. They want to go right so, now. They yeah. want to rock and roll. They want to get it done. Yeah, but what yeah. I would say, so many times, right? <laughs> so many times, we would have we would have people that we pitched, and they went with someone that literally was less, and and just wanted to give them the, hey, yeah, let's do that Facebook campaign, right? And they would do that, and then get no results, and then come back six months later, going. Hey. Well, we, we spent all this money on Facebook. What happened? Yeah. Well, did you have the lead capture? Did you have the website content, the blog posts, Tracking. the Google updates, all these oh, things? Yeah. And then I tell a lot of salespeople, listen, people are moving online. Buyers are moving online. You need to have an online presence. Well, I don't want to spend any money. Well, then you're going to get a substandard product mm -hmm. because your competitor is spending the money. Mm -hmm. Your competition is doing that. Yeah. Are there ways to do it economically and cheaply and scale at your own pace a hundred percent but you got to find those people you got to find the experts like digital guidance that will help you to build your product in a way that looks flashy looks exciting whatever and then you scale it mm -hmm. just like anything in, in 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 business scaling your business is a approach that takes you know constant attention yeah what's my expenses what do I need to get more clients? What is that going to cost me? Mm -hmm. Accounting. You got to look at that and say, cool, marketing is a driver because if I don't have any good marketing advertising, I'm not going to actually get any clients coming in yeah. apart from word of mouth. Yeah. And a lot of businesses too experience great word of mouth success at first and then they see a drop off. Word of mouth's not enough. Yeah. You got to have more clients than just word of mouth. You have to stay in front of people. Right. 100%. You got to stay in front of people. And what's interesting, Ronnie, is like in this day and age, right, um, I've, I've always lived by what's called the suck factor. If you suck at something, don't do it. Find someone else that's good at it. <laughs> I like that. Right? I think we've talked yeah, about yeah. that actually a couple of times, right? And, I, and when I go and present at conferences or, or speak in front of groups, you know, I'm like, you know, what do you suck at? I don't cut my grass, right? I don't clean my pool. I suck at those. The time it would take me to do those things is literally going yeah. to, it's going to be a waste of me. If you enjoy it, great. 
that's different, right? Uh-huh. But if you don't enjoy doing, I don't enjoy cutting grass or cleaning my pool. It becomes a problem for me. So it makes sense for me to pay someone and come Outsource. in and do that. What problems do I have in my business and what's the cost of me doing them versus the cost of outsourcing that to a virtual assistant or to overseas labor or to maybe, you know, a professional? I mean, overseas, I mean, you, between technology and overseas labor and you name it, right? Like you could like literally have someone building out your whole house that we've been talking about, right? Building that out for, for behind the scenes while you're going out and building those relationships, hundred percent, building those community things, right? Like, well, George, I don't know if you've um, heard this about me, but I've been accused of being too long winded and these episodes go too long. So I'm going to try out something new with you. We're going to have this be part one right, right two, at the 24-minute. people? Okay. I, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm like you. I like the big, long-winded podcast. Yeah. They told me, hey, cut these up. Yeah. So listen, that's what I'm going to do. This is part one, guys. Part one of the podcast. We'll have part two here shortly. Thank you for coming. And listen, don't leave. Come right back for part two and part three. All right? We'll see you soon.